Hey, hey, you're listening to Rising Into Mindful Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Wood. I'm a barefoot mama bear, pharmacist, integrative fertility health coach, and lover of all things nature and animals. I'm on a mission to have intentional conversations about the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. My mindful guests and I will be talking about struggles, wins, natural wellness, and how we grow and transform as we enter motherhood. My background in healthcare has shown me how broken our medical system is. My own struggles to become pregnant has shown the lack of support for mamas-to-be, the lack of guidance for women to have a nourishing and vibrant pregnancy, the isolation, mom guilt, and all the things we hold after bringing baby Earthside. I want this platform to be a place where women can feel connected, safe and supported to share and hear their stories. A place to use our voice to discuss and advocate about what we need and deserve as mothers. So let's dive in, shall we? Hello and welcome back to the Rising Into Mindful Motherhood podcast. And I'm so excited to have you here. Really just honored and blessed to have you tuning in. And in this solo episode, I feel like I'm just going to kind of talk about whatever comes up, but I wanted to share some new things that I've been kind of moving through personally and reflecting back on it. I think that it's something that's really valuable to increase awareness around, whether you're in a fertility season pregnancy season, postpartum, motherhood, you know, wherever you may be, this is relevant to any age, stage, season, or reason. Um, So yeah, just going to kind of get a little raw and vulnerable with everyone who's listening. So thanks for just being here and holding space for me to share. So I have really been in a season, I feel like, for over a year of really turning inward and questioning things and kind of being curious and trying to look at things without judgment and showing myself compassion, showing showing friends and family compassion as well as certain things and thoughts come to mind. Um And so one of them for me has been really reflecting on alcohol and social drinking and what that has looked like throughout my lifetime, what that looks like at gatherings, whether it's a wedding or a family barbecue or a birthday party. Um, And this is no judgment against anyone else. This is my own personal experience that I'm sharing with you. So just to give like a very brief history, I have probably been consuming alcohol since at least the age of 15. Um, You know, we would, my friends and I would get into our parents' stash and whatnot. And I, you know, that continued into high school. And of course, in college, when there was a lot more freedom to be had, it was much more regular and definitely would call it binge drinking on the weekends and, 
you know, blacking out at times and just all of these things. And that's, it's fine. It is what it is. It, it was a, a, a learning experience. And, um, you know, when I reflect back on it, it just, I look at it with curiosity, like what, my parents divorced when I was like five and it's just, was that my way of acting out? Was that my way of numbing emotions or what was that? And, you know, it's, it's totally fine either way. Will I have a true answer at what that was or is? I don't really know, but I'm looking at it through a lens of just like inquisition and curiosity. Um, and then of course, after graduation, you know, I want to say I was like 23 years old after graduating college, which is still relatively young. Um, you know, we had a lot of weddings and just family gatherings and friend gatherings and and alcohol was just always at the forefront, just looking back. And even during my fertility season, the 10 months in which we were you know, trying to get pregnant, even quote unquote, struggling to get pregnant. Social drinking was still something that I couldn't let go of. Um, You know, I tried, but I really, I couldn't. And then even as the months went on and we, we weren't getting pregnant, I definitely think that that was my way of letting go and numbing out and just not needing to feel all of the feelings of frustration, doubt, desperation, you know, whatever it was for me at that time. And now that I'm out of that season currently and I have my daughter, she's four years old. And now it's just, you know, I've been almost having this like internal struggle of, you know, this is not the example I want to set for my child. Uh, It was something that I grew up around. And that was also another thought I had was, you know, were my drinking habits a result of some of the drinking that I was raised around. Um, And of course, I'm not putting blame on anyone. My choices are my own, absolutely. Um, But I think that, you know, children learn by example. And, you know, the older I got, the more accepted it was for me to to have a drink even before I was 21. Um, So yeah, these are just things I've been toying with in my head. Like, is this, is this, the example I want to set for my daughter, is this something I I want to be showing her on a, you know, somewhat regular basis? And then even outside of looking at it um, through a lens of parenthood, it's also, is this what I want for myself? You know, there would be times where I would only have one, maybe two glasses of wine, and I was waking up feeling lousy and just not good, not myself. And being an entrepreneur and someone who works from home most of the time and has to pull from, you know, creativity and just so many other places, I have just been noticing that, you know, alcohol is just, it's not, it's not serving me in any way. And just really 
questioning and being open to it. Like what benefit does alcohol truly serve? Like what are the actual pros of alcohol? And I don't know, I'm not really, for me personally, I'm not able to find really any pros that are worth me pursuing this type of lifestyle. Yes, I know, um, you know, a dry red wine in moderation can have certain health benefits. So I'm not arguing that. Um, But yeah, it's just the season that I'm in. And so I've really been, you know, thinking about, well, how do I want to go about doing this? I have tried limiting it in the past or I only drink with the family and then, you know, one vacation where we drink pretty much on the daily turns into maybe a nightly glass of wine at home. And then it's just, you know, those are just patterns and trends that I have noticed for myself. So really looking at that deeply this summer, um, I have stepped away from alcohol. I don't even know the last day that I actually had a glass of something. I want to say it's been at least minimum three weeks. And I've just been noticing that I'm able to tap in to my intuition so much easier now. I'm waking up feeling much more rested, um, just in a really calm and peaceful state. So I have really been enjoying that. And we had recently lost a very close family friend, really like a bigger sister to me, older sister. I've basically known her my entire life. And we recently lost her unexpectedly. And alcohol definitely had played a role in that. And I feel like for me, that was just like the final straw, like, wow, yeah, this is not worth my time. And this is not to say that I'm not going to ever enjoy a glass of wine um, with my husband or maybe at Thanksgiving, but I'm just really finding that alcohol is not serving a solid purpose in my day-to-day life. And if this is some, I know that social drinking is something that a lot of people struggle with just because it has been the norm that we've been raised around, or maybe it's just a habit um, that you've formed over the years. And that's totally fine. That's exactly what it has been for me. You know, you go to the lake, like I have, my sister has a camp on the lake or my in-laws have their house on the lake. And it's like, you go there and you're in that environment and, oh, you just pop, pop a can of whatever, or you pour yourself a glass of wine because that is your or my go-to for relaxation. So anyways, (laughs) I digress. Um, Yeah. So I've been alcohol free for at least three weeks. I wish I had a date, but I could probably figure it out if I sat down and looked at a calendar, but it's been a really like rejuvenating experience for me. And and if you're in a season of trying to get pregnant and alcohol is just one of those things that you, you 
want to eliminate because you know it can be beneficial for your health and your hormones. You know, this is no judgment because like I said, I, I couldn't, I didn't let it go. Um, I think the only time where I really was abstinent was when I was pregnant. And then in the first few months of motherhood, my body just rejected alcohol. It was a very slow process to get back into it. Um, so yeah, that was really the only time in, let's see. So I, like I said, I started drinking around 15. I'm 34 now. Yeah. A very small window in those 19 years of life where I really wasn't consuming any alcohol. So, um, this leads me to kind of share another very exciting thing, uh, a new journey path experiment I'm going down. So in some, I'm trying to think of how to word it, like a self-exploration, I have found a very reputable um reliable source for microdosing psilocybin. And if any of you are familiar with that, hopefully it is all on true, informed, educational um, knowledge around it. And if you're not informed about it at all, um, or you want to learn more about it, I encourage you to either email me or send me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram, and I'd be more than happy to share with you what I have learned and kind of share with you my experiment, you know, my personal experience with this medicine. So today is actually the first day that I've had my first microdose, and Microdosing can really help you connect with your higher self, the highest version of yourself who is already leading with all of the things that you envision and imagine for yourself. That is already embodied in your highest version. And for me, I knew that my highest version of myself doesn't need she doesn't need alcohol. She doesn't need to rely on alcohol for relaxation or whatever it may be. So that is something I am embodying now. And I'm looking to this medicine to really help me connect with her more, connect with my inner voice more, connect with my intuition more. Um, psilocybin can also help reprogram patterns, create new brand new neural pathways. Like there have been studies on this. This is not um, anything that's woohoo or just not conspiracy theory. It's not something that I'm just like telling you. This has been highly studied um, and I'm more than happy to share any resources with you if you want to learn more, you're curious. So anyways, Today is my first day of that, August 8th, um, during, you know, the Lions portal. It's a very energetic day, 8-8, um, in either way, before I even, you know, started the microdosing, eliminating the alcohol 
from my body, from my mind has helped me tap into new and creative and innovative and exciting ways for me to be able to help women who are on the path to motherhood, women who are trying to conceive, but maybe it's not happening as quickly as they envisioned or as, or as they had hoped. So these women are maybe labeling themselves as infertile or labeling themselves as struggling to get pregnant. You know, that is how I labeled myself as well. And, you know, because I'm a pharmacist and I'm a fertility coach, this is what I do. But I feel like I was really prior to this, you know, inner exploration, was really putting myself and my services in this like little neat box. But now that I'm able to tap into this like newfound intuition and creativity, I'm kind of stepping outside of that. And it's like, what are some new fun and exciting ways I can serve these women who are wanting to have a child and become a mother and just step into that next version of themselves. And I am going to be releasing in early September a brand new Confident Conception membership. So this is at an investment level that can serve everybody because I know that times are so unsure right now. Um, People are going through lots of different things, you know, whether it be financially or whatever it may be. And I want to be able to serve and impact as many women as possible with this membership. That is my true intention from my heart. I do not want any woman who desires, needs, or wants more holistic, integrative, natural guidance and support along their fertility journey because I know that this piece is heavily lacking in the Western conventional space. So if you desire that for yourself, that is why I've created this membership because you should not have to be limited to the help and guidance and support that you receive due to financial reasons. So this membership is at an incredible investment level and the value is, it's, amazing. So just to kind of give you a little sneak peek, I'm not revealing the true details until early, early September, but you are going to have access in this membership to my Confident Conception Accelerator course, which encompasses my fertility blueprint that is custom to you, to serving you where you are at in your fertility journey. It is the method 
that I use and have used with my one-on-one clients, with my group coaching clients, you name it. And this framework, this method has been able to get women pregnant when they were otherwise told they could not get pregnant naturally and that they needed IUI and IVF. These women that I have so graciously and honorably been able to serve have been able to get pregnant with this method, with this framework. So you have access to that in the membership. And you will also have access to a private Facebook like-minded community of women for accountability, for support, to have your questions answered. And outside of that, even though that level of support is beautiful and amazing and should serve your every need, you also will get two live coaching calls with me, high-level coaching calls with me, every month. So every other week, bi-weekly, we will have a call together. And everyone who comes on the call, your answer will be met. It will be answered. So the call could be 30 minutes. It could be an hour. It could be an hour and a half. It could be two hours. I want everyone's needs to be met. I want you to leave this call feeling happy, feeling satisfied, confident, knowing that you have the answer that you were seeking. So I have a wait list for this beautiful membership that I will be launching soon. And if this interests you even a little bit, even if you're just curious, like you're still not sure if this is right for you, if this is what you need, that's totally fine. I would get yourself on this membership waitlist because anyone who is on the waitlist is going to be the first to know when the membership launches. You will know before anyone on my email list, on my Instagram, Facebook, anywhere on social media, anyone who's on this waitlist will be the absolute first to know and you will be the first and only to have access to special founders rate, to a very exclusive founders rate for signing up for the membership. So you're definitely going to want to be on the wait list for this because like I had said, it is an investment level that can serve everyone because that is my goal. That is my dream. That is my passion. That is why I am here on this earth, but I'm also only one person. So I can only help so many in a one-to-one capacity. So this is what my heart, my mind has birthed really um, as a way to support and impact more women, more couples, more families. Because at the end of the day, that's why I do this. I do this to 
help you realize your dream of becoming a mother, your dream of holding your child, whether it's your first child, your second, third, fourth, and beyond. I have had a lot of clients recently have their babies this summer. And just being able to see pictures of their babies and holding their babies and just the joy and love and happiness that it brings them, like, fills my body with so much warmth and tingling and love. And it's just like, oh my goodness. I helped them get to that place. And you, the, oh, I could just start crying thinking about it. The amount of fulfillment and happiness that that brings me and, and joy and, and knowing that the work that we did together is not only, not only did it help them bring in that child, but it's going to help them bring in future children if that's what they desire. It's going to set up their child for a much healthier path for them to, you know, give their future children. It is generational change at its core. So thank you so much for listening and letting me just share my personal story of releasing alcohol. And actually, I never really kind of got to talk touch on this, but looking at it, from a much bigger perspective. For me personally, alcohol was not serving me any longer. But maybe that's something different for you. So if you don't quite resonate or align with the alcohol perspective, maybe there's something else for you that you could eliminate that could serve your higher self, your higher good. So I'm just going to give you some examples here. This is something you're really going to have to inquire and look within yourself to find. It could be maybe you are over-caffeinating yourself and you're really depending on caffeine to get through your day. Maybe you are scrolling on social media too much. Maybe you are binge-watching Netflix or something else when you could be doing something different that could serve your overall health, your fertility health, your overall highest good. You know, maybe you've been wanting to start a new exercise or even just any habit or something that brings you joy. Maybe you've been wanting to get back into gardening or I don't know, knitting, crafting, whatever that may be for you, but you're like on this hamster wheel of some other habit that is just really difficult to get out of. And I think when you can have that awareness, like, oh, oh, okay, this, I'm like in this repetitive habit of doing this thing, but this thing is really not serving me. It is not helping me get to my goal, get to my dream, my desire. And then looking at how can you release that habit? How can you let go of it? You know? So I hope you found this helpful, inspiring, motivating, 
please let me know if it did in any way. And I'm going to drop the link for the wait late for the wait list in the show notes. Click on it, check it out, put your name on the wait list. Even if you're unsure, doesn't mean you have to sign up, but it does mean that you'll be the first to know and you'll be able to get a discounted founder's rate if it is something that you're being called to do, called to join. So thank you so much for holding the space, listening, tuning in. I appreciate you and I will see you on the next episode, love. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rising Into Mindful Motherhood podcast. If this episode resonated with you or gave you an aha moment, stop what you're doing right now and write a review. This simple act of kindness helps me get this podcast out to connect with as many women as I possibly can. I also have a special offer. If you send me a screenshot of your review, I will take $250 off one of my premium coaching containers. Let me know what resonated with you the most and why. So connect with me and my free Facebook community or tag me on Instagram. You'll find both listed below. Thanks again from the bottom of my heart for tuning into this episode and I'll see you next time.